Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast for you Supercoach Draft players out there. Uh, we have got another episode coming with the weekly rubdown. We're recording that a little bit later tonight. Just got confirmation that Natty is in fact on the plane. We had a big delay last week, which meant we couldn't record it. So now he's in the air. I assume we are safe as houses to record tonight. About to pick him up from the airport. So cannot wait to bring you more draft content. Myself and the boys from the weekly rubdown, Natty and Wooker, taking a deep dive into some of our heading into season 2023 for Supercoach Draft. So that'll be dropping tomorrow on the podcast and on YouTube. So stay tuned for that. You guys will absolutely love it. But I guess one question I have been asked a lot this week is about Ryan Pappenhausen and uh, my draft comp. We're drafting next Saturday, but a lot of you guys, uh, you've all started to draft already. So it is going to be interesting to see where Ryan Pappenhausen goes. Obviously a guy that, you know, if he didn't have this injury, he would without a doubt be a top five pick. Um, potentially even a top three, top four pick. I can understand in this current climate if he was all sweet, you took him at number two, to be honest with you, because his scores last week was sim- last year was simply tremendous. But it looks like we're not going to see Ryan Pappenhausen for the foreseeable future. Uh, we're not quite sure when he is going to return. Uh, they're saying that he could miss up to the first eight weeks. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Pappy for even longer than that. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Pappy before Origin. And even if we do see Pappy uh, in eight weeks' time, let's say best-case scenario, we see him in six to eight weeks' time, is he going to be the guy that he was before I'm not sure. I really hope so, and I don't want to sound negative on Ryan Pappenhausen because I absolutely love him. He's a superstar. He was my first draft pick last year. Genuinely thought I was going to win my competition until he went down injured. So, I, I like, I love Pappy, but I just... Some of the clips I'm seeing of the way he's moving and stuff, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest with you, and it worries me that, you know, the Melbourne Storm haven't really come out and said exactly when he's going to be back. Uh, I just feel like the wording they're using is a little bit iffy. 
Um, they'll be, you know, the Storm have confirmed they'll be without gun fullback Ryan Papadizer for the first six to eight rounds of the NRL season. I, I'm not convinced that this won't be longer, to be honest with you. But let's take the Melbourne Storm uh, on their word, six to eight weeks. Let's say worst case scenario there, he's back in eight weeks. What does that mean for your draft competition? Uh, do you, can you, like, I don't think there's a world where you can take him in the top three picks. If he's going to miss the first eight weeks plus buys, it's like a third of the season he's not going to be there for. And, you know, unless you have got an absolutely stacked team everywhere else and you can manage to get by without Ryan Pappenhausen, uh, you know, with Ryan Pappenhausen as your first pick not playing for the first few weeks. And let's be honest here, probably a month or so until he's back to his best, assuming it all goes well. Uh, we do know that with Ryan Pappenhausen, when we saw him return from his head knocks uh, a year or so ago, he was very cautious and a little bit nervous for the first month or so when he returned. So, I mean, realistically... I think you're looking at four weeks plus however long he is out for until you get the best out of Pappy uh, as a week-to-week superstar. I think the Melbourne Storm, I think they'll ease him in. So I even think that when he returns, you're probably looking at limited minutes for the first two weeks maybe. Uh, Then you're looking at weeks to get confidence back and whatnot. Will he goal kick? I don't know. Maybe he won't. I, I I just think there's so many layers to this. And personally... I think that if you take Ryan Pappenhausen in the first six picks, I think you're kind of mad. I think he has to fall below there. I'm hearing people say they're going to take him pick six for value. I understand what you're saying, and that's if Ryan Pappenhausen comes back at his absolute best. But, I mean, are you going to give away half the season without a first-round pick to hope that Pappy returns to be the guy that he was last year despite this injury not looking great? I just think... It's a huge, huge risk, and I personally don't think I would spend a first-round pick on him. If you're in a deep league like mine and you pick, you know, 12, 13, 14, and maybe you had your eyes on like a Matty Burton or, you know, one of the wild cards like that in the late, the, the back end of round one, maybe then I can understand you taking a punt on Ryan Pappenhausen, but... Fuck, I personally don't think I would take him in the first 10 picks. I really don't. I can understand guys at 8, 9 looking at him, but if I was in their situation, I wouldn't do it because, you know, the first six to eight weeks, you know, that that's a long time in your season uh, without a round one pick, and that's if he never gets injured, never gets suspended, nothing uh, throughout the season, and you're relying on him coming back as the guy he was, and you're relying on him goal-kicking. I just think it's a huge, huge punt to take. And the other thing as well is that if you take him round one, you don't know what the rest of your team looks like. So you might think, oh, I'll, I'll have a stacked team no matter what, but we know what can happen on draft day. Plans fall through and everything goes to shit so often that you might not have the team by the end of it that can cover not having Ryan Pappenhausen for six to seven weeks. And that's my that's my major concern. And as I said, it, that six to eight weeks, it could turn into 12 to 14. It could turn into 15. Uh, by the time he's got his confidence back and whatnot. So, personally, I couldn't go near Pappy. I mean, if I was in my comp, I've got Nathan Cleary first. If it comes back to me at pick 28 and he is there, as I've already got Cleary, maybe I take a punt on him there. I don't think he'll get that far back. I am so confident that someone else will take a punt on him before, especially based on what Melbourne have seen here. If if everything Melbourne and Storm are saying and he's back in week six and he's back to his best by week eight, then I can understand you doing it. But I just don't think you've got enough confirmation that Ryan Pappenhausen is going to be back to his best that quickly. I just, I'm not confident in it at all. So a really interesting situation with Ryan Pappenhausen. I'm keen 
to hear the thoughts of Nadia Mooker tonight and get their opinions of it. My draft is next Saturday, as I said. I'll be taking Nathan Cleary with the first overall pick, which means that I probably won't have to make a decision on Ryan Pappenhausen. I, as I said, I very highly doubt that he gets back to me, so I don't think it's a call that I'm going to have to make. But for a lot of you guys out there that are probably pick you know, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, around that mark, Ryan Pappenhausen will become very appealing, and I'm sure there will be someone in your comp in one of those picks that has said, I'm going all in on Pappy. I'm just going to back him to get back in. Because realistically, if he does come back at his best and you manage to get you know, a top three draft pick at pick 9, 10, 11, 12, et cetera, et cetera, and he only misses six weeks, that would be fantastic. But I just don't think you have the guarantee. Personally, if I was pick 13 or 14 in my comp, I would take him. I think you're still going to get another quality player. I think you're just going to have to find a way to get yourself into finals, and then potentially you can have a real crack at winning it with a guy like Ryan Pappenhausen if he's at his best. But if you're in those top five picks, personally, I think there's other guys, whether it be your Teddies, your Latrells, your Grants, other guys that I think can probably take you further and I think will get you into the finals. I'm just not convinced on Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, I don't know. I'm so glad I don't have to make this decision. I'm so keen to see where he goes in comps. I think in some comps, he could go pick six. I think in other comps, he could go pick 30. I've, I just think Pappy could float in so many different spots. It's going to be so interesting to see where he goes. Personally, I wouldn't be taking him in the top eight. Nine and ten, I can understand the argument, but I would only be doing it if I was at the very back end and if I was confident I could get another gun player to pair him up to pair up with him. If he does fall in your league and your pick, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and you've got the opportunity to pair, you know, uh, Brian Pappenhausen with a Latrell, Teddy, Nico, Turbo, Cleary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Fuck, I understand the appeal there because if he does get back to 80% of his best, you're going to be very, very hard to beat in your Supercoach draft comp. So if you are very early on and he does fall all the way back to you, if you think that maybe chucking a bit of uh, negative Ryan Pappenhaus and stuff in the group chat might help the situation, I would start to do some homework and I'd start to get ready there. I'm pretty confident he won't fall in my comp, but if you're in a comp where you think he could or you're in a comp that you know no one's going to go near him, maybe you take that pick 5-6, and if you think he's going to go better, maybe you could get him with someone else. It's a really interesting pick. If you think that Ryan Pappenhausen, when he comes back in round 6-8, to eight, is going to be completely fine, and you've got a top pick, I would consider dropping down to 9-10 potentially. That could be another strategy that you could run with. If you're confident that Pappy returns to the same guy he was last year, personally, I don't know how you could possibly be confident he's going to return as the same guy. But if you are, for whatever reason, and you're going to back your gut feeling on that, maybe you take a later draft pick and you'll be able to grab him. Really, really interesting. I think that Ryan Pappenhausen, he's going to either make or break someone's season this year. I'm glad it's not going to be me, or I'm pretty confident it's not going to be me, because uh, you will have a lot relying on that and how it's going to go and goal kicking and confidence and 
there's just too many layers for me to be able to take a punt on it. But, fuck, if you're pick 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you get Ryan Pappenhausen, he returns after round six, and by round nine, he's got his confidence back. He's goal-kicking. He's doing everything. Fuck me, it's the absolute steal of the draft. There will not be a bigger value pick on draft day than Ryan Pappenhausen if he gets it all right. Personally, not for me, though. I'm not convinced. I'm not confident that he will be back to his absolute best this year. So for me, I'd be leaving Ryan Pappenhausen. Value is value. There's no doubting that. But I'd be setting my team up and knowing that I've got a gun captain week in, week out before I'm diving on Ryan Pappenhausen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 